Welcome to Just Nobody's Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm your host, Daniel. And today we're doing a podcast. Woo! Make sure you hit the like button and subscribe button and comment what you want us to talk about next week. Also, if this video gets 3.5K likes, we'll be giving away a hot toy, one of these bad boys, to one of you guys. So make sure you comment what you like about the show and comment what you want us to talk about next. And like the video. And let's get into it. Yes, sir. The Oscars. The Oscars Ooh, were crazy. Oh my gosh. Was this the year for the Oscars or what? That was crazy. All I know is that from 2020 to 2021, uh-huh. the Oscar viewership went down 56%. That much? Yeah. So there's a theory going around. Gosh. Will Smith slapped Chris Rock in the face. <laughs> oh my gosh. We saw that live and we thought we we're like, is this a joke? Yeah. Comment below if you're watching the Oscars live and you thought it was a joke at first because when we watched it, yeah, yeah, we initially thought it was a joke. We had to rewind the TV to like make sure it wasn't like a bit or something. I know. And then we saw them cut out the audio and we're like, wait, this might not be a joke. And then you know like how Will Smith, he's always like charismatic and like really a happy, upbeat person. Yeah. And to see him yelling, I'll never forget the face he made when he's yelling at Chris Rock. Yeah. Like that, he it was... like gave me anxiety like watching it. He's like, oh my gosh, he's upset. He had like the angry eyes and everything. A couple months ago, Will Smith was out promoting King Richard, right? Okay. He was going to schools, like, talking about the movie, and he actually had a kid come on stage, and the kid was, like, a really young kid, like, elementary school, right? Uh-huh. Will Smith taught this kid demonstrating how to do a fake slap. Wait, what? Yeah. He had a kid come on stage, and he goes, like, you stand there, you insult me, and he, the kid's, like, says something funny, right? And then he goes, and just wax, like, pretends to whack him. Shut up. And then a couple months, you know, later, here we are today, him you know, using the slap te- technique and hits yeah. Chris Rock. Wait, that's kind of sketchy. There's a lot of people that are like skeptical. Like, was it real? Was it fake? I mean, there's a lot of people in the entertainment industry yeah. that have like come out on TikTok talking about it, right? Saying like, you know, I've been in the entertainment industry for years and what I saw tonight was fake. Right. It is really suspicious because comedians make jokes, right? Yeah. Chris Rock makes jokes. And I'm not saying he was right to do that. Right. But apparently, like, when you sit in, like, the front row at the Oscars, uh-huh. usually, like, the comedians, like, or the hosts joke about the people that are right in right. front of them. They'll target them. Right. Because those people are the usually nominated for, like, best picture, best actress, or best actor, right? Yeah. So, like, they know that these people are, like, the best of the best actors, right? So, like, hey, this is going to be fun. Like, poke some fun at them. Yeah. That does not give Will Smith the right to slap him. Not at all. People like have slowed down the footage. And if you look and they zoomed it in, if you look, it looks like Chris Rock kind of has some padding. Like you could see like there's like a little cut here. And it could be photoshopped. I don't know. But it looks like the way they broke it down was you see Chris Rock kind of lean in. And then they zoomed in. You could see like there's like a little like it almost it looks like a pad. And then right before like Will Smith raises his arm to slap him, Chris Rock's already kind of like flinching like this. Uh-huh. Like he knew it was coming. I guess when you're good to get hit, though, you're gonna you're gonna kind of you know. I'm still so shocked that they did like this happened. Yeah. That it's hard to believe that it's real. That is true. It is really hard to believe that this happened. Yeah. But I I personally feel like it was real. I personally think it was yeah, real. Yeah. You know, it, it probably was real because even through like during the commercial breaks. Yeah. 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 Like to see Denzel Washington and like Tyler Perry like comforting him and Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Comforting Will Smith. There was obviously something and apparently like Will Smith's publicist, like mm-hmm. a publicist is someone that's going to like help, you know, make sure you appear good to the public, Get right? you out PR. of sticky situations. Yeah. So apparently every commercial break, the PR, his PR person was like talking to him. Uh-huh. Probably coaching him like, "Hey, what you you got to have to go up there. You're going to have to apologize <laughs> or you're going to have to change your speech or something cuz yeah. this looks really bad." It did look pretty bad. There's so many TikToks of people 
seeing Chris Rock the next day after the Oscars. Really? Like on the street, and people are like trying to take videos with him, and he's just not having it. Dude, I feel bad for Chris Rock. He handled it like a champ, though. He just kept moving on. Like, show went on. Yeah. Because even there's like a split second where he's like, well, I could just. And then he's like, okay, you know, I'm not going to get into it because he could totally roast oh, Will yeah. Smith. Yeah. Like, we have to remember, too, this is on international TV. Yeah. International. So, like, Jim Carrey went on, like, one of the Good Morning America today. Okay. I can't remember which news source, but he went on and said, like, if that happened to him, uh-huh. the next day he would have sued Will Smith for $200 million because, like, what Will Smith did to Chris Rock is going to live forever. Right. Like, that is going to live with Chris Rock and his, his brand forever. Yeah, let me tell you, the 2022 Oscars will never be forgotten now. No, never. But going back to your theory about like it being fake. It's not my theory. It's a lot of people are talking okay, about. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. I stand, Go, going, I stand <laughs> with all like, you know, supporting both parties, yeah. right? Obviously, Chris Rock's doing his job. He's a comedian, right? Right. And Joe Rogan even said it, and everyone's been talking, like, in the comedy side, right? Uh-huh. Like, that was uncalled for for Will Smith to slap him. Yeah. But I do understand that Chris Rock crossed the line. Yeah. Okay. Well, going back to the overall theory that, okay. it's, that it's fake. Yeah. There it, you go. The it overall. would make sense to fake something like that and get viewership up if the past two years have been down. It went up this year. Yeah. And it was kind of early on in the show, right? So they knew that it would spark like a bunch of attention. People would be tweeting. It'd probably be trending, right? Will Smith right. was probably trending on Twitter. And it would just get everyone to get on their TV and start watching the Oscars. And it would make sense to do it in a category like that. A, the best actor category. Will Smith's first Oscar. Too. I know. I know. His first one. And this is what happened. I will never forget this Oscars. I won't either. Comment below if you watched it live. What was your initial thought? Let us know. Last thing I want to bring up about the Oscars, okay? okay? Which I'm very upset about. And comment below if you're upset about this too. Okay. The Flash. Oh my gosh. Well, okay. I don't even know what category that was, but it was like... Biggest like cheering moment. Oh, okay. Yeah. And like it was against Avengers Endgame. It was against Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm-hmm. And Cinderella, right? Yeah. And Cinderella beat Spider-Man No Way Home and Avengers Endgame. And the Flash won overall. The Flash from the Justice League, that was not it. That no, was not it. That wasn't. Comment below if you're upset about that. Sorry, go ahead and move on. Okay, well, moving on. Did you know that you could tell if your phone is being tapped by the police? What? Okay, so we've all seen this in movies, right? Like the FBI or the police, like, phone tap someone and they, like, listen to their calls. Yeah. It's oh. always been a fear of mine, just to be clear. Right. I, I, because you just never know. You never know who's listening. Yeah, you, you literally never know. Yeah. I mean, we already think that phones are always listening. Right. But there was a video on TikTok, and there was actually something you can dial in your phone, and it'll show you if your phone is being tapped. No way. Yeah. There's no way. So if you type in star pound 21 pound and then hit call, it will show you this menu. Okay? Okay. And the menu will say forwarding on all calls. Okay? But under it, it'll either say disabled or it'll say nothing. Now, if it says disabled, you're not being tapped. Your phone's okay. not tapped. You're not getting listened to. But if there's nothing there, your phone is tapped. Are you serious? Yeah. So anybody can check this. Anybody can check this. And I did this, okay? Okay. I did this, and it, according to the TikTok video, mine is enabled. So at some point in your life, they've been tracking you. Yeah. What? What'd you do? I don't know. I think you should try it. Okay, so go to your keypad. Okay. You type in star, star pound, pound 21 
21. Pound. And then call. Okay, it says disable, 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 disable. Okay, see, mine doesn't say disabled at all. What? So that's good for me then. That's good for you. Bad for me. So, but if I hop on a call with you and they're tap, tapping your phone, they probably are listening to what I'm saying too. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. I don't know how true this is. Okay, I'm just going off of what that TikTok video said. But look at this interface though. It's like, it looks pretty freaky. Because you just hit the call button and you think like a phone call would just take you like a, like a voicemail or something. Right, but it sends like to a whole like, like setting menu. Yeah. What? It's pretty weird. That's nuts. Okay, so moving on to like how the police like chase people down, kind of like what you're talking about. Okay. So on, on like this week on TikTok, I talked about a crazy like, it's not a theory. It's a real life place uh-huh. about the zone Ooh, of death. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so for everybody who doesn't know about the zone of death, the zone of death is a place where crimes and murder, you could potentially get away with it. And I don't want to say that like as an encouraging yeah. way. I'm just saying that there's an issue in the United States right now where there's a legal loophole in the Constitution where there's this thing called the zone of death and people could get killed there. You know, the killer might get away. It's kind of freaky. It's really scary to think that there's somewhere in the world where you can kill someone and get away with it. So, yeah. So, Idaho and Wyoming, right? Uh-huh. They're, they both touch the zone of death. It's on the border. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. it's a 50-mile strip of land. So, whenever a crime is committed, we have the right in the United States by trial by jury, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll have a trial and there's a jury, right? They kind of figure out who's right and who's wrong. Yeah. And then they decide who's, who's going to jail and who's not. But the only thing is the jury, when you have a jury in court, the jurors have to be living in the state, in the district of where the crime took place. Right. So if, the, if it happened in the zone of death, they would have to get, you know, how many people, like 10 people for the jury. And they would all have to be living in the zone of death. Where the crime took place. See, this is where it gets really hairy. In the zone of death, the 50-mile strip, there is nobody living there. If someone gets killed there, there's no jurors to have a trial by jury. Yeah. And in turn, the, the criminal could get away. In February, okay, February of 2022, the district of Wyoming or Idaho, I can't remember, they're requesting the Constitution to help revise this issue because they are scared. They need to cut this legal loophole. Wait, so they decided to do it this past February. Yeah. This, this February that we just got through. That's what's so scary about the zone of death. How has it been that long? I don't know. And what makes them think now's the time to fix it? It is really disturbing. So I don't know. I mean, Yellowstone National Park is like one of the most like, iconic parks to go yeah. to. Yeah. It's like so, one of the best like vac- family vacation spots. Yeah. But a lot of people were commenting on the TikTok saying that they've gone to the zone, zone of death. Uh-huh. And they know it's true. Dude, that's freaky. So today... For everybody who doesn't know, we're recording this, right? Moon Knight comes out tonight at midnight. Right. But we actually got to see the first four episodes early. And it's a really good show. It is amazing. The way, like, I processed Moon Knight was like, okay, it's like Indiana Jones meets The Mummy meets superhero (laughs) Marvel movie. Marvel took this in, like, such a different route, but still kept in, like, their Marvel roots. Oscar Isaac, who plays Mark Spector, and he also plays Stephen Grant. The way he does the acting for both characters. Oh my gosh. So it was his idea to do a British accent for Steve. Really? Yeah, because like otherwise though, if he didn't do that, it would be really yeah. hard to like differentiate. Right. But the fact that he's always like, when he does the British accent, you know like, oh, it's Steven. Yeah. And then when he's doing, you know, his normal Oscar Isaac voice, it's Mark Spector. Oh, I didn't know that was his idea. Yeah, it was his. In the first episode, we see like this whole thing. You see uh, Steven wake up. He always like puts tape on his door to make sure that 
he never leaves right. right at the very end i think we see him confront the monster but that's it it that's ends it. with that. And we don't want to get into it. So basically, the next three episodes, it just keeps getting better and better. Like, for the first time, I feel like this Marvel show is like a movie. I love the longer episodes. But you can tell, like, Oscar Isaac's character is so, like, well, like, done yeah. that it makes the show seem, like, a thousand times better because you want to, like, see how this character evolves. It is super interesting to see both dynamics. But yeah. it's the same person. This shows you what a great actor Oscar Isaac is. Yes, he and did amazing. Can we just say this really quick? I know a lot of influencers say like, oh, it's the best show of all time. It's the best. Yeah. Every time a new movie comes out, it's the best. <laughs> it's the best. But I genuinely feel this, that when you take the show for what it is at the first episode, right? Uh-huh. It, it may come off like slower because it's doing such a good job. Like you don't, you can't tell it's slow. They're really trying to help you understand Oscar Isaac, his character, right? Yeah. And like the development process. Right. But by episode four, it gets it, crazy. Yeah. It gets pretty intense. I can't wait to see him in the movies. I know. When they start making the movies, it's going to be insane. Yeah. It's going to be nuts. Luckily for us, we were able to, because Disney sent it to us, Yeah, we got to see the first four episodes, so we didn't have to wait. Episode four is the episode where you're like, I need episode five now. Yeah. It's going to be up there with the Marvel shows, MCU shows. It's going to be up there. I think Loki's number one and this Lo- is number two. Yeah. I think WandaVision's a safe three. Make sure you keep watching it. By now, you've already seen the first episode, so stay tuned for more. Stay tuned. So speaking of shows with bad reviews now, yep. we're going to get into Morbius. Okay, Morbius, Morbius is not looking too good based on the reviews. But, you know, I'll tell you this. Venom also had bad critic reviews and did phenomenal that is true. by fan reviews. That is true. So there's a still chance for Morbius, but it's not looking too good. It's not looking hot. No, and especially how... They're not releasing the critic scores really until the day of the release for the movie. Do they literally like leak the whole post credit scenes for the movie? Yeah. Who yeah. is the Spider-Man? Which Spider-Man will it be? Okay, so we know this. And spoiler alert for anybody who doesn't want to be spoiled. Adrian Toomes mm-hmm. is in Morbius. Yeah. Who is the Vulture? He comes over from Tom Holland's universe from the events of No Way Home. So he's sent to Morbius's dimension. Yeah. And he appears there with no suit, no vulture suit, okay? He appears to get the vulture suit at the, in the post credit scene, and he confronts Morbius like, let's go after and get revenge on Spider-Man. But he has his suit, the vulture suit. How does that even make sense? So the theory is, is that Andrew Garfield is the Spider-Man in the Morbius and Venom universe. Where do we see a vulture suit in all the Spider-Man movies in Andrew Garfield's universe? Yes. We see it in Oscorp, okay? So... He probably goes and steals a suit, and that's how he's able to go get his suit back, and he confronts Michael Morbius. We also see in Amazing Spider-Man, the Dr. Morbius file is on the computer, so we already know that Morbius is in yeah. Andrew Garfield universe. It's probably Andrew Garfield. It's gotta be. Andrew Garfield's coming back! Because it was that scene where we see the Doc Ock arms, we see Vulture suit, and we see the Rhino suit. So that Vulture suit is the one that he has. He appears in a jail cell with nothing from No Way Home. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. He appears in Morbius's universe yeah. in a in his jail suit. Like, come on. His suit didn't come with him. I really hope that Morbius is better than what the critics are saying. I though. know. And it very well could be. Like, I'm hopeful. Yeah. I can't, you know, part of me is like, I can't wait to go see it. And this is gonna be like so interesting because we're gonna go into the movie thinking like it's gonna suck and it, it's gonna not do be good. But then, right, with that like going into the movie that way, it might actually make the movie better. That's true. So Go watch Morbius and go check it out in IMAX. There's just something that I've been thinking about like a lot recently. Okay. And like 
nostalgia like games. You know, like games we used to all play growing up. Yeah. And for me, we had that game Falling Balls. Remember that? Oh iPhone. my gosh, yeah. And then uh, you know, like the paper toss game. Oh my gosh, dude, those were the best games. They were. And then Flappy Bird. Oh my gosh, Flappy Bird. Flappy Bird was one of the most like iconic, most upsetting games we've all played growing up. Dude, I've almost broken some phones over that game. I have broken. I've broken <laughs> eye touch over that game. Oh Thank goodness you can repair screens. So. <laughs> It goes with my whole rage quit PlayStation thing. Oh, no, that's true. Okay, so I was really curious to see because I've never beaten Flappybird, right? Right. I, Neither yeah, have I. I was curious to see like what does it look like when you beat the game? You like, or does it just keep going? I didn't even know you could beat it. When you get to the end, I think it's at like nine hundred ninety nine, right before it hits a thousand. Okay. You approach one of like the, the you know the pipes. Yeah. And right when you're about to keep going, Mario pops out of the pipe. Shut up. Yeah. Mario. Yeah. Comes out of the pipe. I mean, I hope this, like, I saw a YouTube video on it. Uh-huh. I hope they're not, like, lying. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, when you beat the game, Mario comes out, and then the game restarts. All that just to see Mario, and then the game restarts? I would gladly take a screenshot of that. <laughs> post it on my Instagram. That's crazy. 999 on Flappy Bird. So, this week on TikTok, I talked about a crazy dark origin story of Ooh. the nursery rhyme, the London Bridges Fallen Down. Yeah. We all played it, right? We see it all the 100%. time. 100%. Put up your arms and let people run through and trap them. But it's really dark. It's really dark, it's, okay? It's pretty bad. The evidence for this is pretty bad. Like, it's, it's pretty dark. Yeah. It's literally played on almost every single kid's show, right? We have, like, Coco Melon. We have yeah. all these other ones, right? It's every kid's played it, right? But also, like, almost every elementary school teaches you this song. Yeah. So people think the London Bridges falling down is about how the bridge fell down. But it never fell down. Yeah, what? It, it survived for 600 years without falling down. They took it down physically, right? They took it down, and they actually moved it to Arizona, I believe. Oh. So it's still around. It's not like it got broken down or anything. Uh-huh. So the creator of the London Bridge, okay, this is how the origin goes, that he had a superstition that if he didn't have a human sacrifice under the bridge, that the bridge would fall down. I'm serious. No, I know you. Like, what? He entombed people, okay? He entombed people under the bridge. Entombing is like a sacrifice where they put people in something and they die of like starvation and lack of water. Yeah. It's really dark. And that's why in the game, right, you have the bridge. People go underneath, go underneath, and then trap, right? And the song goes, take the keys, lock her up, lock her up. (laughs) I mean, come on. It's saying it right there. Lock her up, entomb her, and wipe her out. Right. And when you think about it, too, the person that gets trapped is always the loser. And there's like a there's like a lyric where it's like, and like the man like watch all night, watch all night. He has to watch to make sure that the person that's entombed doesn't escape. Yeah, like come on, dude. It's like blatantly like it's so obvious that yeah. it's dark. And if you look at like the picture of it, like the picture of them like building the man into the bridge. Yeah, it's pretty disturbing. It's really bad. Okay, now I'm going to talk about the weirdest things that I've actually washed up on beaches. My biggest fear is going on the beach, right? Mm-hmm. And just like just sitting there like relaxing in Hawaii and all of a sudden like a dead body comes out of the water. So the first weirdest thing, in since 2007 in British Columbia and Washington state, there have been over two dozens of human feet that have washed up on shore. Wait a second. So you're saying no body, just the foot. No body. It's a, sh- it's a foot in a shoe that's not connected to a body. Over two dozen. People were saying, like, it's from people that have drowned. Okay. And then, like, the animals in the ocean, like,
bite away the person's foot and the foot just happens to wash up somewhere oh and the shoe kind of protects the foot from being eaten being eaten yeah oh that's weird on like a family vacation on a beach and you see a foot okay so the next one there was actually like giant lego men washing up on different beaches there was like four different giant lego men these legos like they were eight feet tall lego men what was going on it was actually like this artist and he was like creating these giant lego men uh-huh. And it was it just so happened to be like a like a huge like art project pretty much. But okay. people were like so like mystified, like why the heck is there an eight foot Lego man washing up on my beach? I can't even like visualize what that would even look like. Okay, yeah. So this next one is actually pretty dark. Okay, so in Europe, there was actually a lot of like mail that was washing up on shore. Okay. Okay. So they decided to like Like letters. Letters. Okay. Yeah. So they would open these letters. And they actually found that these letters were written by soldiers of World War II, and they're writing to their loved ones, and the letters never made it to them. That's so sad. Right? I hope they took the letters and sent it, like when they found them. I don't think they did. Oh, come on, man. Moving on to Husadiwan, where Leia comes on to talk about a real-life story where someone's going to be complaining about their life, and we have to figure out if they're wrong or if they are right. So here comes Leia. Woo, Leia. Make We're sure st- nobody talks about Leia. Out, nothing better come out of your mouth. <laughs> Wait, what did he say? He said, keep my wife's name. <laughs> Are you going to finish the line? Are you going to? You guys understood what I was trying to say. <laughs> All right. Whose side are you on? Is the husband right or wrong? Am I wrong for telling my wife she should get a nose job? Whoa. I, 31 male, love my 30 female wife. We've been married for three years, and there's nothing I would change about her except that she's really insecure about her nose and that she can get aggressive over it when I try to comfort her. For as long as I remember, she has always hated her nose and mentions it every day. And when I would try to comfort her and tell her it's beautiful and she doesn't have to change anything, she would get aggressive and yell that I'm a liar. Two weeks ago, she got a raise at her job, and today, She suggested that idea of getting a nose job. I said that if she's insecure about it to the point that it's affecting her mental health, then she should get it done. She got extremely upset over this and said I should have said no to the idea. She left the house to go to her mother's, and I haven't been able to get in touch with her since. Am I wrong? Whose side are you on? Whoa. Okay. Wow, this is a lot. He has been trying to comfort her constantly. Every day, he says, constantly comforting her. Then she brings up the idea of getting a nose job because she, now she's making more money. It's her body, okay, right? Her body. is. He's basically saying if it's affecting your health, sure, go ahead and do it because it's your body. I'm not going to make the decision for you. <laughs> and she goes ballistic. Well, it sounds like it's one of those things where she relied so heavily on her, his reassurance, right? Yeah, the words of affirmation, I uh-huh. think, is one of her love languages. Well, it's like one of those things where she puts it out there hoping that he kind of says, oh, no, you're perfect, right? Indirectly, right? And he should know that you should just kind of just go with it, dude. Like, you, the, moment, the moment you stop, right? I probably would have do what he did. Because I would have said, if it's affecting you that much, you should do it, right? Because it's your body. I'm not going to tell you to get it or not. Yeah, but he kind of... Daniel's future girlfriend. <laughs> Well, no, he, well, he's well, not wrong. You're not wrong if, what you're saying. If, I'm he's con- not wrong if I have to constantly reassure her every day, right, 
and it's constantly showing that it's affecting her mental, then I'm I'm gonna tell say if it's affecting your mental, then yes, go ahead. Yeah, I mean I agree. I feel like to any guy out there, you, you gotta just be honest. You know, especially if you feel like I see what you're saying. It's gonna help her, right? Yeah. Especially when she's it's like so it's hurting her mentally, right? And if she wants to do it, it she's totally should, right? But that doesn't give her the right to get mad at him. No. When he's just like, sure, if you want to, go ahead. I think, too, when it comes to, like, women and their insecurities, it could either go one way or go the other. And this way was just, it was unfortunate that she couldn't just take what her husband was trying to tell her in a positive light. And instead, the insecurity got the best of her. I'm sorry, but I think it's, I'm, like, 100% on the guy side. Because I just feel like I'm not going to tell someone what to do with their body. Yeah, I guess he has to kind of know what kind of girl she is. Yeah. Like, what kind of person she is. But also, he says, like, for as long as I can remember, she was insecure about it. And it (laughs) it was making, like, it was affecting her. Yeah. Right? So, at that point, and she, like, tries to, like, come up with a solution for it, finally. You would you wouldn't be against like like cause knowing that you feel that that's what's best for her to help her mental health right that aspect yeah I understand because like he's been reassuring her for how many years now am sorry, I being am sorry. I being mean am I being no, a jerk you're not. I just feel like she should just do what she feels is best yeah I guess the guy could have said like you don't need it but if you want to go ahead I I, I really wonder what were you expecting us to say today Jay and I yeah were you expect you yeah, were, were you, it seemed, you, you seem kind of shocked. shocked like we're like. <laughs> Well, I think it depends on, like how you were saying, the personality of the girl. Right, but that takes an extra step of the guy. I mean, it's not like the guy, it shouldn't be the guy's, that you're talking like, you're expecting the guy to be a certain way to understand. No, I, I'm not. Like, I can understand both sides because, like, I myself, I'm a woman, but also I understand that you, being my boyfriend, would want what's best for me. And if it's something that's negatively affecting me, you would do anything that you could to try to make it better or have a solution for it. Uh, so I understand that as well. I mean, I'm on the well guy said. side, but he could have said, like, he could have thrown in, like, a, you don't need it. Like, you're fine the way you are. But if you want to get it, I'll be okay with it. Right. That's what he should have said. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. We're, we're talking way too long on this. <laughs> yeah. Guy side. Guy side. In that case, yes, guy side. Thank you, Leia. All right. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was a tough one. <laughs> that was one. a long one. That was a long one. So, if you made it this far, thank you so much for watching the podcast. Also, comment what you want us to talk about next week and hit the like button and subscribe. Let us know what you want us to do next. Comments. <laughs> As you guys heard at the beginning of the video, if this video gets 3.5K likes, we'll be giving away a hot toy to one of you guys out there. So, make sure you comment what you want us to talk about and also comment that you like the show or whatever you want us to talk about. <laughs> yeah. But make sure you like it. You got to like it. Got to like it. So we'll see you guys tomorrow on TikTok, and we'll see you guys next Friday on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify. See you on the TikTok. God bless you guys. See ya. Love ya.